Joining us now is Brian Peria with Canfax to give us a cattle market update. Into the fall run now, so uh, but it, you know all said and done, so far it's been pretty moderate. So we can't, uh, you know, where there's a lot of nervousness with all the drought and dryness about how the fall run would go in terms of numbers. But uh, you know they they've been pretty moderate. Uh, still some bigger numbers likely to come later in the month or early November. Um, on the market side of things, you know, fed cattle prices have been really steady for the last, uh, boy, a month or two, uh, kind of in the mid 150s. Uh, um, and, you know, still a lot of cattle, fed cattle to work through it at the time being. Uh, on the calf and feeder side of it, uh, you know, just sort of the, the flat uh, fed cattle market um, and these bigger volumes picking up. Uh, and, and seeing cattle on feed numbers well above a year ago, um, you're certainly seeing some softness on the calves, especially um, coming off over the last few weeks. Uh, you know, lots of these calves trading closer to that kind of 210 on steers and heifers way well back of that. Uh, you know, some of the heifers or a lot of heifers dropping into the 170s, uh, you know, with these high feed costs. Uh, Canadian dollars kind of creeping up to 81 cents and uh, yeah, uh, some feedlots need to move fats just to, to make room for these calves. So seeing some pressure, uh, which is kind of fairly seasonal for this time of year. With the drought, you know, did we see a lot of cattle come to town earlier in the year? Or? We did see some, you know, July, August, we saw a bump up in auction mark volumes, uh, fishing Manitoba, and we saw quite a lot of cows move pretty early. Um, Again, even the cow numbers, they're, they're picking up, but uh, again, they're, they're moderate. It's, it's not mass liquidation by any means. So, uh, yeah, we did see some move a little earlier, and that's maybe helping moderate the numbers at this time, too. You know, heading into towards winter here, how's the uh, feed situation? Yeah, well, yeah, feed costs, again, that's, that's a big one weighing on the markets uh, for sure. You know, barley remains as extremely tight supplies and very high prices. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at, uh, uh, barley still over 400 bucks a ton right now. New corn will be lots of corn's going to be booked or fed in, in Western Canada this winter. And, and that's still coming in around 350, 360 a ton. So, which is, which is extremely high compared to where, you know, a year or two ago when we were, you know, $200 a ton for barley. So, um, yeah, that, that seems to be a pretty persistent, uh, high, high feed costs, uh, going to weigh on the. Keep the calf and feeder prices at bay. That was Brian Peria with Canfax with a cattle market update. Continuing on today's Prairie Agwire, we're joined by Kim Brown Livingston. She's a weed specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. You know, we've had some early harvests, and there's still a few crops kicking around out there. But uh, generally, you know, there's been a lot of weed control done, but we still are having some really great weather for weed control. Um, we need there to be some weeds that are still actively growing in order for, obviously, for them to take up the herbicide that we're spraying. And, you know, we've still got that going on, so there is still time this fall to get some spraying done if that's what uh, the plan is. What, what are, I guess, some of the uh, weeds that we're seeing now? Right now, this time of year, for sure, we, we need to worry about our perennials and our winter annuals. So even things like our stinkweeds, um, those tend to come, you know, in the fall and then they're really big first thing in the spring. 
uh, things like our night flower and catch fly, that, those type of weeds, um, narrow leaf beard, those type of things. And then our perennials like dandelions, quack grass, thistles, of course. As long as they've had enough regrowth after harvest and there's enough leaf material to spray, I would really recommend spraying those before they go into the winter. Are we seeing, um, you know, with the rain and, and warmer temperatures, are we seeing, I guess, weeds... More weeds or bigger weeds than normal? Or? Well, I think we're seeing a flush of weed growth that we just didn't see earlier on in the year because it was too dry. So I, I don't really know if it's different than normal. It's just we're seeing a lot of weed growth now because they've got this bit of moisture. In fact, southern Manitoba has had quite a lot of moisture. And uh, since we started getting a few rains way back in August, we've really started to see, to see the weeds start to grow. How does uh, frost uh, factor in? Well, after a frost, you need to assess the weeds to make sure to see whether or not they're, they've been killed by the frost and are they, you know, is there enough tissue left because sometimes they're partially killed, you know, some of the leaves are dead. So you need to assess a frost after a hard frost. You need to wait a couple of days and you need to take a look at it and is that weed still got some green material? Is it still growing? And can it be, you know, is it still something that we can still spray and the herbicide will still work? With uh, farmers trying to conserve moisture, are we seeing more spraying this fall? We are seeing quite a bit of spraying this fall, and I have been a big advocate of spraying in the fall or versus tillage, although I know we've had some... um We've had some, some rain lately. Um, that's helped, but I was concerned about weed growth and, and, and you, those weeds using up some of that really precious moisture because we have been so short on moisture, and we are still very short on moisture in the whole soil profile despite the recent rains. So spraying those weeds so that they stop using that moisture um, and that gives us a little bit more moisture in the spring, that, that would be a really good idea right now. Anything else to highlight here, Kim? Or? I was not a big advocate of tillage a little bit earlier in the fall. I was concerned it was very dry, and, you know, each time there's a tillage pass, that uses up moisture, you know, that because of evaporation. So every time we do a tillage pass, we, we're losing more moisture yet still. I did want to see those weeds gone because they weren't using moisture, but I would rather see them sprayed rather than using tillage. I'm a little more comfortable using tillage now just because, you know, we've had some rain and we've had some of that moisture replenished bit so you know um, either way I just think it's a really good idea to get those weeds gone before winter and that way if we do have uh, a dry spring um, those the we you know you might be able to seed right into that seed bed in the spring and not worry about any weeds coming that was Kim Brown Livingston weed specialist with Manitoba agriculture that's it for the prairie eggwire for today if you have any questions or opinions to share send them to us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca I'm Corey Canute thanks for listening and have a great afternoon the prairie eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network